0: Engage. I have an engage right here in my hand, ready to go. Don't don't wave that thing around it could go off. <laughs> all you lovely people in internet land. And welcome to Game Life Balance Australia. I am your charming host, Robert Bailey, and I'm joined as always by winner of the 2016 Nobel Prize for Science of the Human Wang, Andrew Acey Yoshimura. I've uh, figured out a way to extend it and Mm -hmm. use it as a belt. Fantastic. So you don't need a belt anymore, Mm -hmm. uh, but it really hurts when you wedgie yourself. (laughs) <laughs> like, I mean, really, really hurts. Can you hang it over your shoulder like a continental soldier? Well, let's just say uh, there were a couple of instances in the street where I said, go, go, gadget, helicopter, <laughs> and was arrested for a decent exposure. Uh, it's this damn PC culture we live in now, you know?
1: <laughs> every yes.
0: every to, be fair, to be fair, it was coming out the top of my hat. You know what I think? I think that's censorship, AC. I, and I, I'm opposed to it. One hundred percent, and I'm going to start a movement on the internet yep. that is is going to fight the good fight yep. to allow you yep. to have as much Wang as you want. And I'm going maybe to... maybe that should be the name of the campaign: Wang as you want. I'm going to <laughs> we're going to call it Wang Gate, but yeah, that's much better. <laughs> wang as you hashtag Wang as you want. Yes, hashtag Wang as you want. Uh, and... if, if if you're uh, Chinese and your name is Wang, I feel very sorry for you now. So, I, and I'm thinking of it now. What could out. be good for you to, as well? I'm thinking of this as basically a um, a large scale campaign of harassment, mm-hmm. where we try and ruin people's lives. <laughs> oh, I do that on a daily basis with my Wang. I'm thinking, you know, just a lot of really insulting tweets directed at people. I'm thinking uh, we we hack people's phones to find out where they live, uh, threaten their families, etc. <laughs> I think that'll work out really well for us and make us look really good in the media. Yeah. So, I don't know about you, maybe we can get some people sacked, potentially, as well. (laughs) Would be good. Like ourselves. A good thing to do. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, uh, what did you call it? Wangers wangers and mash? Yeah. (laughs) I was about to say wangers it now, but... (laughs) Hashtag wangers and mash. And that's going to work out well for us. So That'll be the UK... Yes. uh, The UK variant, the offshoot, if you will. Wangers and mash. That's already got to be a, a hashtag out there That's probably, you know, it's probably a porn <laughs> It probably is You know well, since, See, there was a cartoon, like a five minute cartoon yeah. Called Bangers and Mash when we were kids Yes, two monkeys Two monkeys And now I've just got this image in my head Of two monkeys with their cocks out <laughs> It's not like every monkey, though? Yeah. Apart from bangers and mash, they were good boys. Yeah, but this is still animated in my head. They were clean living, folks. Bangers and mash. <laughs> but, but most monkeys... Filthy. Filthy little bastards. Throwing their wangs out whenever they please. Just jerking off in the zoo right in front of the kids. And to me... I think that's appalling, and I think we should censor that in (laughs) in the most hypocritical move of the Wangers and Mash movement yet. So we're going with Wangers and Mash. I'm pro-human Wang. I'm very anti-Monkey Wang. You are... ah. Very... I'm strongly against the monkey penis. (laughs) This this was just an excuse for you to come on this podcast and say penis and monkey as many times as you could. That's right, in the same sentence, hopefully. (laughs) If I can manage that, it. that but I've, already, I've already succeeded for the day, so the rest of this podcast is pretty much a write-off for me. <laughs> Trust me. After the intro <laughs> sequence, which i got to admit, you ruin... <laughs> I because we had this discussion before, <laughs> listeners. I every time used to go, "Hello, all you lovely people in internet land." Yes. I'd actually get a smile on my face because I love that, mm. and recently he would be going, "Hello, oh 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 oh, oh hello." <laughs> <And> <laughs> i was going, "You you ruining it." Maybe it was like the one thing you were good at, and you ruined it. Maybe he sound like Scatman John or something. <laughs> hello, oh 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 skidoo doo hello doo 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 <laughs> what ever happened to Scatman John? Just, when, is he dead? He's 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 in he's in a zoo jerking off, I think. Yeah, he is def, definitely the I filthy bastard. I don't know. He looks like I'm going to say this, and I'm sorry, Scatman John. No, I have no idea you, what he looks like. What does he look like? He you don't know what he looks like? No. He even so even at the time when he was popular, yeah, he was a balding middle aged man with a moustache. Okay. And like at the time when mustaches were not ironic and cool like they are now, or like they were maybe three years ago, but yeah, he he I, looked <clears throat> he looks really past it in a way. Oh. That's, yeah, yeah, you this, know what this, I mean? this guy does look like the kind of guy who would get caught masturbating in a zoo. He does look like a bit of a dodgy guy, you know. Like, a... <laughs> I mean, you know, he, he's got a hat. Yeah, he's got a he's got a big mustache mm-hmm. uh, and a coat, but I don't think he's wearing pants under that. <laughs> All <laughs> I'm saying, a little bit sus You know, he he looks like a streaker, but he looks like a happy streaker, a nice, a, ha- a happy flasher. Yeah, a happy. Yeah, he's 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 out there doing he's doing his thing, but not not out of any sense of malice. He just thinks that it's fun, and he thinks that you'll enjoy it too. And maybe he's right. Who are we to judge? <laughs> he looks like. And if you've never seen Scatman John, don't bother looking him up. He looks like a like someone who went to a fancy dress party. Didn't know what to go at, so he decided at the very last minute. Oh, I've got a suit. I'll go as Inspector Clouseau, <laughs> <laughs> and then did like a really half-assed job at it. And people went, "Oh, you kind I mean, of, you kind of look cool." And then he just kept that look forever. Really sticking it to Scatman John. Right now, it's like some. It's, it's, it's about time that someone that someone took this guy down. You did know? he really have an album called Nee Sun Go? He may, that may be true. Everybody oh, he, Jam apparently is another one. Everybody Jam exclamation point. Well, that, that was probably his debut album, I want to say. He's missing Yon there, but okay. Yeah. She, um, but yeah, it's just... I just... I, I, I had no idea what he looked like. Well, you know, he looks... He looks like someone who has no business being in the music industry, really. <laughs> what? Do, I mean, he can't sing, but he can certainly scat with he the can. best of them. Which is basically him. <laughs> I don't know. Didn't, like, old-timey jazz people scat a lot? Like Ella Fitzgerald and yeah. Yeah, um, but they did it, the other one? They did it with Class. The this, other guy's, one. this guy's the other one. The other, the other, of the, the other two, of the two jazz Gerald? people that I'm aware of. Louis Armstrong? Yeah, you're that guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Old Uh <laughs> Okay. I was, I was seriously about, like, I, I was, yeah. I just, I wanted to mention the fact that you'd ruined the intro. Yeah. Because but, you've, you've moved away from your, your particular style there. And yeah. I was, I was happy to, like, Basically dump you in the gutter yeah. and then move on to our featured game. Yeah. And then we ended a five minute conversation about the scat. Man. See, I'd rather talk about the scat man than this game. I really would. <laughs> Which brings us round to the horrible piece of scat we have <laughs> to discuss today. <laughs> and not the musical scat. No, no, the the, 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 the poopy kind that comes out of your bum bum. <laughs> your bum bum? Yes. That also sounds like scat. Comes Both out the musical of, and the other kind. Comes out of your little bot bot. <laughs> I like bot bot. Your yeah, dirty little anyway. Um so, yes, we, uh, I've been threatening this for a little while because yeah. I think it's funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, I, it's probably not, though. Not really, no, because we actually played it. It is an end gauge game called Ashen. But, but what really frightens me, Rob, is what if he... What if Scatman John shaves off his moustache? <laughs> and then he could just, like, disappear into society. He could be anywhere right now. <laughs> he could be anywhere. <laughs> He could be on next to you on the bus and you wouldn't know. He could be your dad. You wouldn't know (laughs) it. (laughs) Shit. What a a frightening thought that your dad could be Scatman John. (laughs) He's just got this... Like one day you'll be going through the attic and you'll just find this box and you open it up. And it's just got like hundreds and hundreds of copies of the CD with everybody jam exclamation point written on it. With a prosthetic mustache like sitting right on top of it. Oh no. I feared... I didn't dare think it would be true no. My dad is Scatman John This explains so much You could Because yeah He had that distinctive look Take off the suit Shave the moustache He could be anyone Oh god He'd just be like Curled up on a ball shiver Shivering On the floor Shivering and, and before we went back To record this segment yeah. Rob was going it's, it's like that Like our openings Are like that Japanese thing Like hentai No 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 Hang on I was talking about our. I was saying our format Is like hentai and I meant to say haiku, and he said that other Japanese thing. Like there are only two Japanese things: hentai and haiku. I like how like you just you went out of your way to rake to rake me through the mud, drag me through the mud. See, I thought I thought, it was... but you did it wrong. You didn't even get it right. Uh, yeah, but I had to correct you on your own <laughs> muck raking. See. Because because when I, I wanted you to say it again, you went no 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 it's not going to be funny the second time round and no it's not funny. But no. if you just if you just gone and said it again, yeah. But the point I was trying to make, I just the point I wanted to make is is that was that I'm very obsessed two... with many tentacles. No, the point I was trying to make to you is that our format yes is so restrictive yes that it actually makes us more creative. But it came out <laughs> like our format is like hentai. <laughs> And when you think about it, that's not actually too far from the truth either. We spent we spent the majority of the opener talking about wangs, yeah, monkeys, mm-hmm. monkey wangs, yeah, masturbating, yes, and uh, Scatman John, who is masturbating in a zoo, <laughs> and now hentai, now tentacles. So, was, it's, so that's pretty much the full of equals covered, profit we've covered like pretty much every aspect of the internet in this so far that's pretty much everything right oh and you know cat videos there you go we're pretty much 4chan right now yeah right? yeah oh that's... god what a terrifying thought <laughs> we have to start making like pro donald trump memes now or something like is that was that where we're headed what what could possibly be pro donald trump 4chan apparently <laughs> okay there's your answer uh, uh, yeah, oh, a game, right, we have a game Yeah We we have actually been trying not to talk about this game Because <clears throat> a couple of episodes ago, at the conclusion of said episode uh, I dragged out my N-Gage mm-hmm. And you we did. recorded Rob's reaction to playing a Nokia n live Yes uh, And Rob's thoughts were, it's pretty bad Not as bad as I thought, but incredibly bad Yeah, and that's, that's a pretty accurate summary of my views it had low expectations. Yeah, the bar was set very low. Yeah. So the fact that it like didn't burst into flames in my hands and then like make a fart noise and then fart in my face, literally, like you know that anything above that would, would have been like you know surprisingly nice. I think so. there's a I think there's a uh, an add on for that actually. Oh great. <laughs> it's just like a it's called the engage N- woofer. <laughs> it's just, like a little butt that you like attached to it. It goes. <laughs> <laughs> a little plastic. I'm butt. the scat man. <laughs> And then, yeah. like Pez, Pez just come out of the hole. <laughs> you you were fired from that Pez company so <laughs> quickly. Right. I, I didn't last long. <laughs> look, it's a little butt, and when you flick it up, like it comes out but of the get out. The Pez company couldn't handle me because I'm too real. <laughs> to be fair, they they didn't employ you in the first. Place. No, I just turned just up. <laughs> turned it was up. like that movie with Michael J. Fox. What's it called? Um, my seek the secret of my success. I just turned up one day. And started talking about butts in their, in their, like, board meetings. And they were like, wait okay. a minute. I've got a, I've got a prototype. It's <laughs> right here. Put your pants back on, sir. <laughs> and then I was forcibly ejected. But I've put Pez up there. And then what they did was they put me in a giant Pez dispenser and shot me into the street. <gasps> Kids, is that a, do you reckon they have a giant Pez dispenser? They do. They do. I know because I was in it. And it's head is Donald Duck. So now you know. <laughs> Donald Duck spat me onto the street. I really want to be in a giant PEZ dispenser I should make one. This is going so off the rails. Because again, I don't want to talk about engage. So I have nine engage games. Um, mm-hmm. The overwhelming majority of them are sealed. I was going to use them for a video um, I was going to do ages and ages ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I had one game. Which said, Engage exclusive. So right. the only way you can play this particular game is if you have an Engage. Okay. And that game. Now, Engages are not, I mean, they're not like really rare. It's like, oh my God, how are you going to get an Engage in 2016? Well, you can probably get one, but mm. you don't really need to get one. So <clears throat> I thought, we need to play a game that you cannot get anywhere else, a game that is exclusive for the system. But that sort of encapsulates the magic of Engage uh magic yes um black magic black very dark magic <laughs> the kind that you know ruins your life and and speaking you... of magic i will try and force us to actually talk about this game before sure. you yeah, before we keep going off track so we played ashen mm-hmm. or ashen i think it's actually called ashen yeah it's hard to know isn't it yeah i i ashen sounds cool to it me it does so sound home. much cooler but I'm pretty sure it's just pronounced Ashen. Yeah. Uh, it is developed by a studio from Australia. Yes. Called Taurus Games. Yeah. We, we can take the blame for this one. Well, not us personally, not Not personally. But well, the country of Australia that we represent proudly on the internet. Australia. And we are the number one uh, authority of games. Yeah. We're the number one Australian... Video game podcast, TM. Yeah, uh, we're just going to start saying that, and just I think we, we will, are the number one authority of Australian games. People will games. believe us, yeah. like like how Kanye West is a genius, and everyone believes him. We have we have cricket games, we mm. have Aussie rules games. Yeah, we actually have a cricket game with Shane Warne's name on the box. Yeah, we we are the number one number authority one authority on the internet. Authority about video games. Internet video game facts. And good opinions about games. Well-research- well-researched good opinions about video games. We're getting off topic again, aren't we? Because we don't want to talk about this game. So this game is a first-person shooter. That's right. The Engage gauge actually had its very own FPS. Mm-hmm. Now, and what kind of a first-person shooter is it? Well, it's a sort of a steampunky supernatural... I wouldn't call it a survival horror, but it's got like horror elements in it. A bit Kind of a thing Kind of a thing That's a really bad sentence It's No it's, no I like it Yeah it's a horror FPS Kind of Yeah uh, it, You know what um, When I first played it there There is one Really bad thing About this, this game Just one <laughs> No there's lots of bad things But one really bad thing About this game okay. Is that it's on the N-gauge <laughs> It's Fatal 4 was being exclusive to the end game. Before it was on the end gauge it was probably just a mediocre game. Mm. Put it on the end gauge though, and it's a fucking terrible game. Yeah.
1: The reason being yeah. is that...
0: um, So, the end screen is not like, say, your GBA. So, a GBA still holds to the fact of landscape... Uh, 4 to 3 mode yeah, yeah the ratio is 4 to 3 yeah whereas the engage screen is it's kind of like a 4 to 3 screen turned on its side yeah so it's a portrait yeah so it's longer than it is um, wider wide. so I would actually say it's a 3 to 4 ratio yeah kind of if you turn it on a side it looks and it's not a big screen no i mean you know, it's, it's, like, kind of, it's kind of like it's kind of like a decent resolution i guess maybe yeah i mean for what it is for its time it's not yeah not terrible but it's such a tiny screen i can't help every time i play it i just <clears> keep thinking why do they dedicate so much real estate to the buttons and so little to the screen it's it's a crazy design choice um and it really makes the game suffer a lot especially in fps where you really need Peripheral vision. This game gives you no peripheral vision. Yeah. Luckily, the auto aim is quite generous. Yes, like basically you can point it anywhere on the screen, and it will. If you're basically pointing in a general sort yeah. of ninety degree direction, it'll find its way to the enemy. Like it has a crosshair, but that's really only there, I guess, for your own sense of satisfaction. You know, it doesn't actually really. Your bullets don't go where the crosshair is. They go where the enemies are, more or less, which I think is one of the few things that keeps the game slightly playable. So this game on the N-Gage, the buttons, it does have a Mm -hmm. D-pad. Now, the entire keypad is used, basically. So 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, and uh, star 0 hash. You've never seen an engage here. You've got the D-pad on the left, and you've got the keypad like you would Hmm. a a phone on the right. And two of the buttons are convex, so they're kind of uh, they're bubble. They've got kind of a bit of a bubble on top, so they stick out more than the rest of the keys. Yeah. In most other engage games, these are the only two that you will use. Yeah. However, they've been quite um, audacious here. Really, (laughs) they (laughs) They have. They've been bold. And They basically use the entire keypad And some of the keys of this are quite small Yeah, and they a lot of controls. We have man-sized thumbs so Yeah, it well, dumb. you have man-sized thumbs I have the some thumbs of, like, a, a very masculine woman um, Well, masculine woman? Yeah, you know, slightly sporty woman <laughs> Anyway, look, there's nothing wrong with women's hands Women's hands are fine uh, and I'm running hey, for If I If year, I sorry. was <laughs> If I was playing an engage, I wish I had women's hands They're very dainty uh, At least more dainty than I am And yeah. I don't have any feelings In the tip of, tips of my fingers Neither do I Well this is I, one with my thumb <laughs> but anyway Yeah You chop that off I burnt the rest of mine off I, yeah. And uh, I don't have any feelings So it's a bit weird for me To play these games The buttons aren't good, it, it's, good. it's a very bad controller no. It's a very bad handheld um, not just because of the fact that it's an N-gauge, but just the, it's ta- on a tactile level, it's, it's not good. Anymore. Yeah, I mean, if you only had two buttons, it would be excusable, but, but it actually straithes. So yeah. you can straith left to right. Yeah. You can switch your weapons around. You can jump. There's no door opening button. They do that automatically. Yeah. Um, there's like night vision or ghost vision, I think it's called. Yeah, so it uses every button on the keypad, more or less, yeah. to do something. Um, I think they wanted to do that. I think they wanted to be ambitious with this game. Yeah, and I can't say that that's a bad thing mm. necessarily, um, but it just when you actually play the game, number one, um, you know that it's quite boring at first. Well, yeah, it's a bit dull. I mean, the setting is just this sort of like generic. Kind of Mediterranean feeling mm. city. The graphics aren't that bad. I mean, it's. The resolution is bad. The graphics are okay, though. You know, yeah, it's okay. I mean, it's. The enemies out. are very bland, but they are polygonal. Yeah. Like, yeah. they are 3D. They're not sprites. Yeah, it has a kind of. It kind of feels like Quake or Quake 2. It's yeah. kind of more of a Quake 2 kind of a. Look yeah, it's, to it's it. not like really dark or anything. Um, yeah, but it, it does have that kind of aesthetic, and which. You know, being a retro gamer at first, I went, this is kind of impressive, until you realize, oh, 2004, actually not that impressive, because the Game Boy Advance had been out for years by that stage. The yeah. Game Boy Advance SP with backlight had been out for years by that point. Yes. And and the other thing is that, like, graphically, yeah, it's not so hot. It's impressive to have a first-person shooter on a handheld, but, like, you know, the Game Boy Advance did it a lot better with, with their Doom ports. Yeah. Um, and so, we wanted to give this game a fair, <laughs> a fair shake. Yeah. Excuse yeah. me, we we actually went in there with open minds, and mm-hmm. I'm not saying like end oh, gauge is stupid. <clears throat> this could have been the game that saved the engage gauge, or it could have been a game that could have been a hidden gem on the engage gauge. Mm. We played it and it was sadly none of those things. I was hoping for something better than it was. And Mm. it wasn't terrible. Mm. And that was kind of the thing. Like, it's not like terrible, but it is kind of boring. It expects you to do things that normal FPSs do, but you can't do on such a small screen. Yeah. Which makes it much harder. I found myself, I don't know about you, but I found myself holding it up really close to my face at points. Just to like get a better view of my surroundings Mm. um and that's not good you know if because a handheld shouldn't require you to like wish it wasn't a handheld you know yeah Uh, it should play to its own strengths and fps's are not strengths to the handheld no but i was gonna say like it's it's not just the controls it's not just the fact that it's on the end gauge that's the problem or that that is like a big part of the problem (laughs) yeah but the game itself i think suffers from a few issues like the um the movement is very, like... Uh, I don't know how to describe it, but it's like you're kind of, like, pushing your way through a swamp or something like that. Like it doesn't. It is quite slow. It feels slow, and you've got this weird momentum that mm. doesn't... It's not responsive. Like, the Doom controls, for example... And we will stop on a dime, sort of Yeah, thing. we did play Doom on the Game Boy Advance to compare with this uh, as well after we played some Ashen, and, like, the controls in, in Doom, the way it feels, the way the motion... Feels in in Doom on the Game Boy Advance is just miles ahead. It, it it's much smoother, and um, you know, obviously Doom is you know a, a wonderful game, it's a very very well designed mm. game. So it's kind of harsh to compare Ashen to Doom, but but to be fair, we actually compared mm. f- it from the same studio. Yeah. So um so not to say that they're id software, of but course. the Atorus Games did make did the port for Doom two on the Game Boy Advance, yeah. and they also made and they did it two years earlier than this as well. Yeah. And, then, and they made action for the end gauge uh, Actually Taurus are a funny company They do They've made some pretty weird games They uh, have a lot They've got a big long list of shovelware Yeah <laughs> Shovelware is what you would call this There's a lot of licensed games Which are they make And then are published by people like Namco And uh, Activision And all that sort of stuff Yeah You know the g- Classic games like Bigfoot colon King of Crush For or the Wii Barbie and her sisters Puppy Rescue Or Barbie colon Dreamhouse Party I, I kind of want to go to that party. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, mate. <laughs> or The Croods, colon, the Prehistoric Party. I wonder how many games actually have the word party in them here. Uh, what else have we got here? Uh, I'm just reading down the list. Uh, you've got uh, Scooby-Doo and the Spooky Swamp. Or Scooby-Doo, First Frights. Shrek... Wait, I can't even say this. this is a bit of a tongue twister. Shrek Smash and Crash Racing. So that's um, Activision game. So... Yeah, it's basically a whole bunch of... What they're really proud of when we went to their website, because, you know, we research things thoroughly, is the Barbie thing. Yes. They love the Barbies. They've got... They're so proud that they are, like... I think they're the go-to developers for Barbie games, because they're very proudly, like, display some graphics of of Barbie games in their... on, On, like, the homepage of their website, so... It's, it's definitely one of their sort of you know, the chips on the shoulder, if you like. Or is that the right word? No, it's one of their... Chips um, <laughs> on their shoulder. Well, to me, it's a chip on the shoulder, but yeah. to them, it's, it's like a, a, badge a badge of, of honor. honor. There yeah. you go. The opposite yeah, of a chip on your shoulder. Yeah, I, I what, guess. What is a chip on... What, what does that mean? Does that mean there's yeah. a potato chip on your shoulder and you don't know? No, want no, a chip on your shoulder means um, like that you're unhappy about something or but, you, know, you, you, you you carry something around with you all the time, like you're, some sort of grievance. Like a... Like you're always in a bad mood or something. Like a microchip? Uh yeah well like just, a- just I don't want to explain this anymore because <laughs> shut up. Uh they did uh, Jackie Chan Adventures Legend of the Dark Hand. Backyard that f- Hands been. Backyard Football. They I- did oh god. Yeah, they did NBA Jam for the Game Boy Color. They their first game was actually for the Game Gear and Game <laughs> Boy which was Stargate. <laughs> what's this? What's what's a didge? <laughs> They did, This says here. Oh, this says here. They did a game called Didge Racing: Colin, Tiki Tropics for some system called the Didge, played what's, by a guy called Richie. What's a Ritchie didge? didge? A D I D J. What the so hell is a, leap, a Didge? Leapfrog. Leapfrog do like educational <laughs> consoles for very small people. I oh, think no. they're called children. I'm sorry. So there's the Didge Leapsog L Max. The Didge the, the Max. Has Sonic X on it. I kind of, I kind of want an L Max. What's an L Max, Andrew? Like, what's a Leapster Two? What are these people developing games for? What are these systems? I've never heard of the Leapster Two. <clears throat> oh my LeapFog God! Leapfrog is an educational entertainment company based in California. Leapfrog designs, develops, and markets really shitty games for younger minds. <laughs> Wait, it says that. It doesn't say that here. It does say that. A really shitty game. <laughs> Wait, I've believed you for a minute. <laughs> I've heard of Leapfrog, but I haven't heard of the Leapster 2. Uh, yeah, uh, they're all different classifications of the same system. I think they just keep selling them to like four-year-olds uh, over and over again. Okay. Uh, I, that's, that's what I'm, I'm going to guess the LMAX is also a Leapfrog Thing. Yeah I mean, As for the didge Who the know, hell I'm, knows I like to think It's called Lemax. Max Can you just type Didge into Google This is fa- Okay <laughs> if It's really good On a podcast It's d- a Google thing d- 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 Is that no, no no D-I Okay okay Hang on. D-I-D-J D-I-D-J What the hell Is a didge A didgeridoo apparently Didge An Australian wood instrument Leapfrog didge Oh it's a leapfrog thing again Okay yeah. Oh it's a handheld Wow They did a handheld Yep that's really didge, mate. Wow, there you go, the dig. Okay, we've all learned something today. <laughs> I like how we keep getting away from the fact that we're meant to be reviewing Ashen. <sighs> okay, Ashen. All right. So, what is the plot of Ashen? AC. Uh, the plot. What for is the Ashen? rich? The rich law. The rich law is when Seven River City is plunged into chaos. I'm totally not reading this off Wikipedia. Is plunged into chaos, stricken by storms, and overcome with. Shut up, supernatural. Siri. <laughs> Siri thought you were talking to it when you said a Seven River City. <laughs> with, <laughs> I'm sorry. With My supernatural <laughs> phenomenon. <laughs> Stuart Ashen Oh, so it's his last name. Oh. it would be, be like calling a game Bailey. Right. No, or that's, that Yoshimura. sounds. Like, that sounds like a great game. Yoshimura, no, it doesn't. That Bailey pre- just sounds like you're an alcoholic, like out, out for more like creamy coffee based liqueur. Yeah, I'm gonna say Yoshimura sounds like there'd be some sword fighting or something in that. Bailey yeah is he yeah either either it's like a Bailey's Irish Cream market, like branded game where you're like a, a drunk Irishman or something I'd play that or or it's some kind of like horrible sim game where you're a bailiff in like 13th century England and you have to like issue people warrants or something I'd like also that. play that uh, so Stuart Ashen is filled with dread and despair like most others yet Stuart knows more about this catastrophe than most And as its citizens flee, there are no NPCs in the game. They've already fled. They've already fled. He must return return to Seven River City and work to save it. Somewhere in that half-ruined darkness is his sister, a woman who he has an unbelievable lust for. (laughs) Stop making things up. (laughs) If if you play the game, that's how it reads. (laughs) A woman, Stuart believes, is responsible for the disaster. A woman who warned him this would happen. So basically it's whatever it says on the back of the box. So basically this crazy chick says that there's bad stuff's gonna happen. And, and then, then bad and stuff then bad does. stuff happens. Yeah. And then there's no NPCs because they've all fled, and then you 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 basically kill giant polygonal spiders and giant polygonal black monsters. Yeah, they look kinda like a like weird black angry men. Yeah. Like like upset black. Like demon-y looking things Yeah they're, you know? not, they're not very I mean they're 3D But they're not detailed in any way And you can't really detail them Except for their like glowing orange eyes Yeah Yeah So you can you can pick up weapons You have like pulse cannon You have a pistol Yeah oh, And you can have dual pistols as well Ooh. Which looks cool But Pistols are kimbo If yeah. you will uh, And that's fun um, But we did <laughs> we <laughs> So You can actually play this game Yeah uh, With other people over bluetooth If you haven't engage. Mm-hmm. And your friend has an engage. <laughs> You're the luckiest they... boys on the. <laughs> You're the two happiest boys in the playground, and if you have, if you both have Ashen, mm-hmm. you can totally play. Yeah, deathmatch. Yeah, I think it's multiplayer only. I mean, it would be very surprising. We haven't actually investigated this. We can't. Uh, but I do have two engages. Only one have... copy of Ashen, though. So sadly, for us. We couldn't try that out, but I'm going to assume it's multiplayer, like you know, like arena combat, because I can't imagine they bothered making a co-op mode for this. No, game. no, it's deathmatch, uh, because there's like there's there are eight levels and two which are yeah, there's eight single player levels and two multiplayer maps, uh, according to. Wikipedia. Yeah. So we've played the first couple of levels and mm-hmm. we, we caught the measure of this game very quickly. It's quite, even on easy, it's quite easy to die. Yes. Because you don't move very quickly and the spider things that chase you, like the big black demon things, mm-hmm. you can shoot them pretty easily. You can even strafe if you need to. Mm-hmm. But the spider things, mm. they move real fast. You yeah. don't move fast at all. So you basically have to keep moving back and hitting them and keep taking hits and hopefully you'll you'll kill them. Yeah, and the control scheme is so... It- like annoying that I found myself not bothering to strafe mm. Which I know is kind of like you could say Well that's your fault Rob for not like playing the game properly And it kind of is But yeah you know and you'd be right But the fact is that the engage doesn't make you want to play it properly You know like you, I just found myself just so thoroughly uninterested in the game That I just stood there and took, the, took my lumps <laughs> You know so yeah it's Look is it an impressive game Sort of. For the N-Gage. Sort of. But for 2004, not really. But yeah. I mean, Like, the N-Gage was very much on the way out at that stage. It was never on the way in. Yeah. It was a thing that was a thing, and then it was not a thing. <laughs> That's a <the> very informative <laughs> sentence. I feel like a lot smarter having heard that. Yeah. Well, the thing uh, is, and see I use that word again, is that people knew about the N-Gage, but they didn't care. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then when it was on the way out, people had already forgotten... About its existence. And people had been developing games for this thing. So, well, bugger that. you got to release them, I suppose. If you put this effort into it, it's not like you're going to make a lot of money. But you'll make at least some money, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, here's the thing, AC. Yeah. Is this a bad game because it's on the end gauge Or is it a bad game just, like, essentially? Essentially, it's a mediocre game. So and because it's on the engage it's a bad game. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, I so agree. So Rob, with that. I mean yeah. it's it's a bit redundant at this stage. But mm. would you recommend people play Ashen? Let's assume let's best circumstances. Okay. They have an engage. Yeah, okay. They have an engage. I feel very sorry for them. They are going for a complete set and they happen to have oh god. Ashen. Yeah. On the shelf. Yep. Yeah. Sealed Should they unwrap it like I did mm. Put it in their end gauge like <laughs> we you've did You've ruined its value Its resale value has plummeted And yeah, that's actually what I tweeted on Twitter When I did this God damn uh, yeah. uh, Would you recommend that they play this? Uh, fuck no 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 you, there's, there's so many better things you could do with your time to play this game uh, I mean, If you want to collect uh, an entire set of N-Gage You know, more power to you Yeah, no, no, not, not no really. <laughs> I, no, you know how I said I felt sorry for them yeah. when they had the end gauge, and, yep. and then when you said they're trying to collect a whole set, I was like, no, they—they they are the—they're the creators of their own terrible fate here. They, they are scum of the earth. They have—they have no one to blame but themselves, and they will writhe in the agony that is their own life. Uh, so, yeah, no, I don't recommend it at all. There's pretty much there's like pretty much anything you could do would be better than than play this game. You know, like there's very few things that are, that would be worse than playing this game. This is hyperbole now. But what I'm going to say, and this is hyperbolic, is that you would be better off just killing yourself than playing this game. Oh, Rob. You, it's better to die than playing this game. I know the internet thrives on hyperbole, but I'm going to say this. It would be better to kill a lot of people and then yourself. Okay. Uh, Ringing endorsement from Rob there If you are planning a mass murder (laughs) Play a Shen first I feel bad Like this this, Forget all everything I said Look it's just It's just a mediocre game On a bad handheld Yeah that's the problem It's not It's not necessarily Would I recommend this game? No I wouldn't If, If you haven't engaged Would I still recommend it? No I would recommend Tony Hawk Yeah Um because at least that has a soundtrack. And, you know, the sound for this game, we tried to give it the benefit of the doubt by saying, yeah, maybe it sounds better like when you plug headphones in, because mm-hmm. it's just got that dual, that uh, single. There were, mono There is speaker. a headphone jack Yeah but yeah, are right The speaker is The sound out of the speaker is bad Yeah But I found myself wondering Would that sound better from And I got my headphones out mm. And it turns out that the um, The uh, microphone jack is proprietary So yeah, you can't, don't have one We can't Find out whether the sound is actually any good Because mm, it won't fit in that In that tiny headphone jack So yeah it wasn't Apple didn't do that first It was totally <laughs> That's um, right Nokia got there first Nokia actually got there They eliminated the 3.5mm um, uh, headphone jack because this does look like it's proprietary because we couldn't fit it in there so yep. they had their own their own system uh, so eat that apple, Engage did it at first. You know, I'm terrified that we've been speaking about this freaking game for almost half an hour now. <laughs> no, so- see, we have, we've been speaking for about ten minutes, we keep getting distracted. <laughs> what? We're, we're going to be talking about Mama Cass again for absolutely no good reason. <laughs> is Mama Cass the wife of John Scatman? <laughs> it is, no, she died probably before she was even born. Did Scatman kill her and then shave <laughs> off his moustache? And then... M- well, yeah, m- wait. Wait. His mustache. Off, wait. Off. <laughs> no, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say that she had a mustache. That's horrible. That's a horrible thing to say. Yes. But what well, I'm going to say is yes. that this is a bad game. Yes. And let's stop talking about it. Ham sandwich. Okay. Okay, everyone. We-, we have an apology to make. That's a very sad announcement. We just, we just, we just had some sad news. Very. Very sad. It, it turns out that well, Scatman by John... Well, news, we mean something that happened 17 years ago. <laughs> we are very sad to announce that John Scatman, which I'm assuming is its actual pronunciation. That's his actual surname. Yep. John Scatman died. He died 17 <laughs> years ago. <laughs> he died in 1999. And like we've been slagging this guy off for the past half an hour. And thinking, oh, this is a jolly good gaff He probably just shaved his moustache off And he's your dad And it turns out he's dead He's dead, and now we feel pretty bad But I'm also laughing a lot about it We would like to uh, apologise Which makes me feel even worse To, um, if he had a wife uh, We would like to apologise to Mrs. Scatman, Scatman. I'm sorry We would like to apologise to the Scat friends (laughs) And the rest of the Scat family Yeah, little baby Scatman (laughs) Baby Scatman Scatman Jr Scatman do Little Johnny Scatman. Johnny Jr. Scatman. And We're making it worse. We're making it so much worse. Oh God, we're terrible. We're terrible people. I, because yeah, like, so don't worry though, folks. But you can rest easy at night knowing that your dad is definitely not John Scatman. Wait, unless what? he died on December the third, nineteen ninety-nine. In which case be afraid. Be very afraid. We are very, very terrible people. But don't worry, if your dad's alive it's fine. He's not John Scatman, what, unless what, 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 yeah,
1: what if what
0: what he faked, faked his, his death. own death. and then shaved his mustache? Oh, and then, he shaved. Would and then you wouldn't know. Then he might actually be your dad. You wouldn't know. Just get a photo of your dad right now. Get it out. <laughs> get it out of like your photo album, or like, or open it up in MS Paint, and then like draw like a little fuzzy line below his lip. <laughs> And then, if he looks like a dodgy version of Inspector Clouseau, <laughs> I'm crying. please inform the authorities immediately. <laughs> I'm not, okay, I'm not saying. I uh, now look. I Rob is literally clear. crying. I need to be clear. I'm not suggesting that we should find where he's buried, exhume the coffin, <laughs> and find out whether it's empty or not. But if that were to happen, somehow. If one of our listeners, our, our super fans, if you will, were to do that and found out that the coffin was in fact empty. You know what? I like to think that if it was empty, there'd still be like just a mustache at the bottom. <laughs> the mystery deepens. Oh, God. Uh, I'm not ski up, dub dud o dead. <laughs> it's, it's, if your <laughs> father talks, it's a little, a little, little note in the coffin. That's what it says. there's just like a few bristles Just a few like moustache bristles Like a little pile Where he shaved them off I like to to think that whoever he is He can never grow a moustache again He tried to grow a beard So he's just got that like If he does They're on to him immediately The authorities will know But he might have a beard with no moustache So if you know a man Who cannot grow a moustache But might have a dodgy beard And is trying to fit into society Oh god, he's trying desperately to fit in, but he just can't. Dooby dooby doo Because he's from a he's from a different time. <laughs> anyway, oh, Jesus, God, we, we saw the pulse Andrew. Of Andrew, the- Andrew, I think we need to acknowledge the fact, yep, that the fact that we really are bad people. <laughs> See, I only knew this, like no, but seriously, we're, welcome to the dark side, Rob. We really suck. So, um, Gun and Geek Network, if you're reconsidering having us on at this point <laughs> i wouldn't blame you i you, wouldn't blame you, you know but, so funny is but that? you know what if you want to if you want to have <laughs> us after this if after this you still want us god bless you will sign up there's there, that so, i'm putting that out there so so i'm putting the, that out there right the gonna geek network is what uh game life balance us and is part of yes and cody um who is the head i think Or at least the groinal region of Game Life Balance US. Yes, he's has said to us, maybe you guys should join. And he's on he's on like the panel of selectors who will select podcasts. And you know, we we have a friend on the inside and he said, Yeah, maybe you should, um, maybe you should guys should consider joining up. Now, there's, there's two things that are going to haunt us. Number one, this episode, which, if they ever, because they'll have to listen to us to accept us, and I will insist that it's this episode where we, number one, make fun of a dead guy, and then two, after we realize this he's the one, dead, this is don't re record the episode, we make fun of him even more. This is the one we make them promote for us. This is the one we get, like, you know like the um, all things good and nerdy guy to like talk about in his episode so on this week's episode of Game Life Balance Australia he lets out, he just lets out this deep ah. sad sigh like, they they insult a dead man they, and they, laugh about it yeah. and then talk about digging up his body exhuming him and then they laugh at the fact that his, his family might be sad that he's dead and then it might be someone's father and, and then they then they insisted that we listen to this episode, and then he lets out another deep, forlorn <laughs> sigh, and then takes a moment to take stock of his life, you know, like yep. for a good ten seconds, yep. and then that's that's the end of the promo. No, no. Then he goes, and then they actually go on to talk about their own lives, <laughs> which is much sadder. <laughs> well, oh, they also talk about engage games. Who would listen to that? the the great The great irony in all of this is that Scatman John, for all that he is, a subject of mockery has achieved much more in his life than you or I ever will. Have we had a number one hit single where we scat over a techno beat? I think not, and I don't think it's ever likely that we will. You know, his real name was John Paul Larkin. Jesus. <laughs> I didn't need to know that. Now I, now I know his surname and I feel even worse. Larkins are pretty cool. Why did he keep Larkin? I'm the Larkin. Doop, 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 doop. <laughs> it wouldn't be as good. I don't know. Larkin sounds like, I don't know. He's the Laughing Larkin. No. No? Let's stop this. Okay. Alright, we'll stop. We'll stop. I (laughs) I just... I really like the... I just really want to submit this episode to become a part of the Gonna Geek (laughs) Network. Here's our submission. (laughs) Do you really... What the hell are you guys... uh, The other thing that's probably going to keep us back is they probably don't allow swearing. And I think we've already hit the big three in this episode. They don't allow swearing. I don't know. know, I don't know, don't know that for sure. I just... Because, like, they don't swear on, like, some of the other ones I've listened mm. to because they're, like, classy. And we we tried not to. Oh, Lord, we tried not to. And then we got, like, five episodes in and then, like, you started beeping them out and then you got lazy and didn't beat them out. Yeah. And now we're saying cunt. I'm a busy man and I don't have time. I don't have time for for this, for this censorship. <laughs> this PC culture. <laughs> Not this again. This is where we're going to talk about monkey wangs. It's going to come full circle. Come full circle. There you go. There you go. There, yep. there you go. So I want, I want all the worst people on the internet, <laughs> all the lowlifes, to join forces with me. You heard him, Cody. Harass journalists. Get people sacked. Let's fight the good fight. Because we want to swear on the Gunner Geek Network. And if those... I PC! Have no I have no idea if swearing is allowed or is not allowed. If I don't know. If those SJWs I just- at to Geek Network... God damn it. Won't let us... Talk about the female anatomy in a ribald fashion. Well, I say that I've had too much to drink. And Scatman John, I'm sorry. I'm very, very sorry. Now, AC, what have you been up to in no. your your games and life and stuff? Um. Game life balance, Australia. Is a podcast about you know what games. you know. You know, you know what I associate with the Scatman. Oh God, we're idiots. <laughs> The you know what this is? This is the sound of two men just waiting to die. This is the sound of two people with nothing going on in <laughs> No, this is the sound of two people who should have been... Like, if we were on radio, we would have been stopped yeah. a good ten seconds into this podcast. Yeah, yeah. You know, the they would have said, is- uh, uh, Rob, you've said that wrong. Uh, can you uh, roll back the tape and do it again, please? Yeah. And uh, it got out of control from We're that. making Kyle Sandylands look like a good bloke at this point. <laughs> oh, don't. We were having a perfectly nice time We were talking about a dead gentleman who may or not be your father we were, you know, I like And we were having a perfectly reasonable time And then you had to bring up Sandalands. Here's my PR spin on this Okay. Yes. okay. This, will, this will save us All right. when the media turns on us <laughs> Like the ravenous dogs they are We were celebrating yes. the life yes. of John Scatman Larkin mm and we were doing that in a humorous way. And knowing, knowing John personally, as I do, as I've had the privilege to do. He is your father. He, has a, he had a great sense of humor. And he would have laughed. If he had been here with us today, he would have laughed and laughed at the references to us digging up his body. <laughs> he would have thought that was a good old Josh. And that's the kind of guy he was. And I say we should remember him for what he gave us not what we just said about him. So let's all focus on how much fun it was to hear him scat over that techno beat back in the 90s and and not worry so much about the fact that Andrew and I are terrible people. And now we can move on. I actually kind of want to... I just wanted to get this out there. Mm-hmm. So I did not really remember that song from when it was around in the mid-90s. Mm-hmm. I um, did not listen to a whole bunch of, like... <clears throat> Modern music back then Because you've got to remember That back in the mid-90s When that was popular mm-hmm. Nirvana was on the scene Yes And they were terrible Now I think, I think Kurt, <clears throat> Kurt Cobain had died By this point But let's not talk about a Dead that, yeah. Let's, let's not make fun of People who were dead Let's move <laughs> right on Let's but move right on my, The point is That I I kind of Got into John Scatman's One number one Hit single mm-hmm. In like 2006 You were like <laughs> You were like, wow, this is all right. Because (laughs) another podcast I was listening to at the time called Get This Uh mentioned him and made fun of him. And I don't think they knew he was dead either. And then I I went... That's appalling. How could they make fun of a dead man? (laughs) And then I went back and listened to it and went, this is pretty cool. And you know how you used to make mix CDs for the car and like your music plays? I think that was on some of mine for a (laughs) while. Did you you later that week discover Right Said Fred? Did you later oh. discover that I'm too sexy for my shirt, and then I didn't play that as well? I love that song. Yeah. <laughs> because it's true. I am too sexy for my shirt. Look, Rob, I'm not wearing a shirt. He's not. It's he's wearing, very sexy. He's wearing some kind of like like I'm going to call it like a like a porno robe, basically. <laughs> how I'm going to describe it? Um, it's getting blue in here. Yeah. I uh, no! It is. A, it's a Jim Beam. Uh, Jim uh, Beam. It's a, a Japanese. Jim Beam. <laughs> not Jim Beam. God it. It is Japanese uh, kind of like summer wear that you wear around the house. It's quite comfortable. Okay, and uh, so yeah, my my, my whole point is that uh, they did it first. (laughs) Not us, we got the idea. We were influenced by the naughty naughty men. We were we were not on whatever podcast it it was that you just mentioned. Get this, they did it first. They 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 influenced us. It's kind of we're young impressionable teens. (laughs) We just do whatever podcasters tell us to do. And they told us to make fun of Scatman and John. And we, we obliged. And they should be the ones who are raked through the, wait, raked across hot coals or mucked through the rake. And raked through the muck and mucked through the coals. Not us, dammit. Because we're innocent. We're innocent impressionable teens, dammit. <laughs> We've been talking about this for 15 minutes. We need to what, move on. What the hell have you been doing with your gaming in your life, AC? <laughs> Save me from this... You keep trying pool. to save your wealth. I just want to see how far you can take that. I'm stuck in a hole of bad <laughs> podcasting and I can't get I need to out. get that out there because I just... I, because like I, I got into that song much later than I needed to. Yes. Yeah, okay. Okay. Right. And yeah, it's a thing because, you know, I'm very retro. I, 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 I went to a 90s party a couple of, like, couple of months ago back in September... And like you had to go with someone from the 90s And my first thought was not a good thought But it involved Kurt Cobain Right, yeah, okay And a lot of red makeup <laughs> God, alright <laughs> The person vetoed me very quickly Yeah, I would too Because it's a poor It's, it's not funny It's, not, it's not, funny. not funny to make fun of dead people <laughs> Look, I will say We didn't know he was dead We, we didn't did know we- it's R- Rob. It's okay. It's okay. And you know what? He probably made a lot of money from that song, so I think it's fine. You know. You know what I think is actually worse than this mm. is that we keep making fun of the guy who did assassins a radical sect in Islam, and it turns out he is alive. he's yeah. like 101. But the moment he dies, we'll feel really bad. No, I won't. It's we're like really, oh, he's not, really not going to make... come after us anymore. We're not really making fun of him though. Are we? I don't know I, d- I felt really bad that he was still alive and I was like what if he listens to this what I like this is his Andrew, ultimate life's work I gotta so, I gotta stop you there mate no one listens to this I sent him I sent him like a USB and in case in case he didn't know what a USB was I it's... sent it to him on a cassette and then on like a wax cylinder because this guy's like a hundred years old right <laughs> this podcast is really it's, it's it's the most perfect form of shouting into the void you know, there's what? one, there's maybe one guy who listens to this, and he's crazy. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's crazy. <laughs> uh, okay, what And I that been- guy's <laughs> me. Yeah, because you have to edit this. I don't listen to this after we make it. I just, I just, I don't listen to do it either because I'm ashamed of it. <laughs> I love this. I love this show so much. Oh God. <laughs> This is what's going to stop me from getting anywhere in my life, isn't it? <laughs> yep. This episode, this one episode. I really want to submit this though to the Gun and Key Award. Should okay. Um, <clears throat> what have I been doing in my so-called life? Uh, well, I have actually been playing a few Famicom games recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually was. T- someone was talking about Super Mario Brothers three the other day. Now, a couple of years ago, I uh, went through Super Mario Brothers three on its original hardware, the NES. Mm-hmm. Uh, and finished it Top to bottom Completed it Did all the levels Without saving Because you can't save on the original I just spent a good solid afternoon mm-hmm. Just like finishing 100%ing that game Got to then You get nothing for 100%ing it There's just like different paths you can take And you can go back and get stuff if you if you want But you get, but you get the bragging rights You get the bragging rights, yeah Take a photo of There your... There is one particular puzzle level Where you need to like have the You can finish it uh, but you can't really finish it properly unless you have like uh, like a like a certain way of doing it, and, uh, and like you need to have the f- the um, the raccoon suit, and you need to be able to carry blocks and like hit certain things. And it's a, it's a clever level, um, but like it's actually quite frustrating because you need to do it in such a particular style. You have to be so good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and you know that was that. I haven't played it since. I like to say that Super Mario Brothers Three is a good game, mm-hmm. but. Maybe a little overhyped sometimes. Not your favorite. Not. <clears throat> where does it stand? Where does it stand in your ranking of the main, the main like main line of, of Mario platformers? Uh, not two D. Two D. Two D. Mario games. Two D. Mario. Where, games. where do you? Where do you rank? Well, it's pretty. It's pretty high up there. What's your rank? Let's go through your list. What's your number one Mario two D game? Well, we all know that that is Super Mario World. Okay, World. Well, yes, that's the correct answer. The next would actually probably be Super, uh, Original Super Mario Brothers. Okay. Um, just because it's it's a game that you can like it's not as good as the other ones. Yeah. In in games in terms of graphics, but it's something that you can always pick up and play. Yeah. Anyone can pick up that game and play it, and I will still play that game more than almost any other game that I own. Okay. Because I'm just bored sometimes and go I need to I need to play Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, yeah this it's, is fun. It's the most video gamey video game ever. Hmm. You know, like when you pick up that game, you're like, yeah, video games. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I um. You know, I I think next would probably be... I'm actually going to be kind of controversial here and say uh, new Super Mario Brothers for DS. Yeah, cool, because I like that one. I've always liked that one. I've it always is gone, to, it, I've gone to bat for that game. It is It is good. Yeah. Um, The save feature adds a lot. There are lots of different paths you can take. Now, I'm not going to say that uh, Super Mario Brothers 3 is not influential. It is. Uh, and you built a lot on it. But when you go back to it, it's kind of like, well, you know, this... If you kind of play this and World kind of at a similar time, Mm, mm. like on Super Mario All Stars, and then World, World was part of those packs in some like pack-in regions and stuff. Mm -hmm. Not all the time. Yeah, but you are always going to go World. This is like the best you can do for the NES. Mm. And then yeah, I don't know. So you're saying that three? I'm I'm not putting words in your mouth. I hope I'm not putting words in your mouth. But Mm. what I'm hearing is that you're saying three was kind of like a necessary step. To get to where world, and it's not is, a bad game. You know? It's just not. It's not like people yeah. always call it. It is the best NES game you can get, and I think well, it's a good game for the NES. It oh. certainly shows off a lot of the graphical and you know gameplay capabilities of the NES. Mm-hmm. But you know, spending a whole like day basically playing that one game where you can't save kind of draws the fun out of it a little bit. Yeah, and you, you can warp. There's the warp whistle, and you know yeah. everyone knows how to get the warp whistles and everything. If you haven't, then go see the movie The Wizard. <sighs> this is not an endorsement of The Wizard. Do not actually do not go see the movie The Wizard yeah, unless it's playing in a cinema, and yeah. then in which case I well, will have to insist because what cinema plays The Wizard? It's obviously a trap. Some hipster place, probably. Right, you know, I'm sure, but it's a still a trap. Hipsters all sit there, mocking you know, it, you know, laughing at it, laughing and mocking, and you know who does? I reckon Fred Savage. Yeah. Has his own cinema Where he plays it Every Saturday night And he, <laughs> it's free and, and you can go but, but, just, don't, but don't go You'll steal your kidneys <laughs> If you go Which is <laughs> called Fred Savage and look, Organ Harvest Everyone up. who's gone Has not come back <laughs> well, well they've come back In, a, in like a, in an ice tub That's right full, uh, <laughs> In a bathtub they've full have, of ice They've come back in pieces <laughs> Alright Where was I? Oh Super Mario Brothers 3 And, and, and Organ Harvest <laughs> So what have we learned today? Fred Savage harvests organs Scatman John is maybe dead Question mark <laughs> Maybe your dad Who knows Maybe my dad Maybe I know, my, I know for a fact My dad cannot scat <laughs> Super Mario Brothers 3 Not all it's cracked up to be It's a good game But it's not like The best game ever uh, Basically What I did find out though Is that the Famicom version Is a little different Because It is harder Really? How so? Uh, because when you get hit by an enemy in that game, mm. you shrink down instead of like going from uh, like if you have the raccoon suit instead of going to normal big Mario, you go all the way back down to small Mario. Yeah. So it's still one hit, go back to normal size, and you're small, and then that's it. Okay. So which is sounds it sounds like oh I don't know that doesn't sound too hard. It seems a little faster to me maybe because we have the PAL version, but they still yeah. kind of up the speed for the PAL version so it plays as well as everywhere else. I don't know like. I'd need to do like a side by side comparison, uh, but I got as far as World 7. I just picked up and played it and I thought, oh, I have the boxed uh, Famicom version. Mm-hmm. So I thought, oh, I'll just play this. And I seem to have a little bit more fun than I thought I did with the PAL version. Hmm. I got up to World 7. Uh, I did warp a little bit just because there are certain worlds. I, I don't like Sand World, World, world 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've just, like, you, World 1 is fun. Yeah. World well, no. 2 is just laborious. The pain and the it's butt. got a sun that tries to kill you. Yeah, that is that, does the sun have like sunglasses? I, no, no, no. It's, it's just angry. It's an angry I mean, It swoops. Yeah, yeah. That's, see, I'm revealing how little I've played of it but I was a Master and System I kid just, growing up, not a Nintendo kid. You get sick of that level and then yeah. the, the subsequent levels where you go into the clouds and Big World, they're much more interesting but like sand level is just like, you know, it's kind of boring. Yeah. So I warped past that love Big World, world all yeah. themed after the Tom Hanks movie Big. <laughs> so many memories. <laughs> so many good times. I kind of actually want to Watch that movie now. (laughs) Let's just stop this podcast and watch Big (laughs) and write a letter of apology to the Scatman's family. (laughs) What what, what would that? We couldn't do it because we'd start making fun of him halfway through. Dear Larkin family, we make a bad podcast that no one listens to. But if anyone did, they would be upset, especially you. (laughs) So don't listen to it. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks. <laughs> That's I don't to say. P.S. I have provided this podcast to you on a USB, <laughs> and if you do not have a computer which can play this, a wax cylinder. <laughs> because you sound kind of old too. And you're, you're probably really old. <laughs> done, can we get away from the scared man? <laughs> no. But well, all right. Now, what else have you? Wait, are you finished? Or are you moving? Uh, okay. So right, basically, so? I was just going to say mm-hmm. uh, Super Mario Brothers. Uh three for Famicom seems more fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a little bit more of a challenge. Uh I got up to world seven and it wasn't that I died, I just turned the system off because I think i just kinda had enough. Mm-hmm. By that stage I just kind of went, yeah, I just don't you know, world eight is a bit of a challenge. Yeah. I can do it, I've done it before. But you know, there are there are certain times when you get so only so far in a game and you just go, you know what, I've I've had my fill. I wanted to go back and experience something and mm-hmm. I don't have that completionist urge in there to, like, take me all the way. I just yeah. go, you know what? I, I, needed, I needed a taste of this. Mm-hmm. And I got it. Yep. And I'm satisfied. Okay. Turn it off. Cool. So the only other thing... Um, we did actually have some listener suggestions. Yes, I was going to ask you um, to, you know, follow up on our promise from last episode and discuss how The rating you've been, system. Yeah, how you've been travelling... With your game life balance How has that been working out for you? Well, um, it's, it's been balancing pretty, pretty esoterically 7 out of 23 over 5 Okay, yeah, yeah. And, you know, that's, 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 that's travelling copacetically So you're saying moment. it's like 1 16th of a pie slice out of the whole pie of good, good gaming life? On a dessert, yeah, yeah. I have to say It's yeah. like 3 skips of ice cream well, I mean, you know, so, you long as like, you, so long as you add ice magic, but it doesn't freeze properly. Do you give it like seven t- thumbs up? You know, yes, but seven seven is kind of crooked because you've broken it in a game of rugby a couple of a couple of weeks before. Yeah, yeah. okay. So <laughs> the scoring system sucks, and Look. ours sucks, and the American guy sucks. Actually- no, 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 it does. <laughs> we started a war here because they. <laughs> They played us on their own podcast. Yeah. They did, get, they did not get permission for that, I'd like to say. They called We're us out. We're going to sue them. They called us out, and I am a coward, and I refuse to fight them about this. Oh, yeah? So they win, and you guys, your scoring system is A-OK by me. Uh, you, you... I will only pick fights with the dead. <laughs> <laughs> you lack of backbone coward. Yeah, I am. I'm, you I'm yellow well, belly. I'm well known because for Because our good friend and fan of the show, Andrew Elchan Lynch... Yes, has sent in a better scoring system. Now there is actually a scoring system in Japan. Uh, it is called the nonsensical Japanese action game scoring system. Oh, I've heard it. I've, I've seen this used in games. Yeah, yeah. I know the one you're talking about. So from worst to best, it goes D D, mm-hmm. or as I like to call, nice breasts. <laughs> why isn't that? Why isn't that the best ranking? Yeah, anyway, moving a- on. D, D plus, C, B, A, A A. Triple A, Triple A Plus, you'd think that would be the best one, wouldn't you? Yeah. Well, you're a freaking light, because you don't know anything, do you? (laughs) Well, you'd be an idiot, (laughs) because it gets better. (laughs) I tried not to swear then, I think I kind of did. Yeah. Uh, And then it goes, after Triple A Plus, it goes S. And then Nazi, or as I like to say, SS. Oh, yes, of course. And then Triple S, and then Triple S Plus. Damn. That's right. Triple S Plus. So basically, you know, like... Stick that in your pipe and smoke it, America. That's all I can say. All right. So where do you where where's your game life balance land this week? This week, I would say I am a D plus over a minus an SS d- with d- d- a plus. You're ruining, it, you're it, ruining it, I, the carefully crafted nonsensical Japanese action yeah, game. Yeah, okay. Remember system. how it says nonsensical at the start? Yeah. Yeah. I thought you were. Gonna, I thought you were taking this seriously, but obviously you'd rather <laughs> resort to cheap jokes. But I I, 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 would go on. No, no, honestly, okay, re- honestly, honestly, where would you, where would you land? I around? actually, I actually know this scoring system. I've used it before because kids use it, uh, in when I was teaching them, and it makes absolutely no sense. I would say that it's not. I'd say it's it's triple A, but certainly not triple A plus. It's triple A because I got to spend time playing games that I like. Mm-hmm. I had the time to play those games. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I couldn't go into my collection and go Oh I kind of half feel like playing This game over here uh-huh. uh, I did actually play another Couple of Famicom games uh, Tower of Dragoona I think it is called Like kind of mm. a pre I, think I don't think I said Dragoona very well or Drag- uh, I can't remember what it's actually called <laughs> don't, Because It's a pre Zelda game that okay. I Had in my collection and it it's kind of like an overhead view where it's an action RPG, but really before that duet, was a genre. Is it Tower of Druaga? That yes, the that's the one, Druaga. Yes, because I made a, I made a stupid joke on Twitter about that. Yes. Yes, Probably Druaga. From, yeah, Druaga. Yes. Dragoona. And my joke was that it's it's like the leveled said... up version of the spell Drew, Druaga. Get it? No. Well, you haven't played Final Fantasy games then, have you? I tried once or twice. Well, you should try harder. <laughs> So you can get my bad joke. You know what? You know, actually, what the, the funny thing there is that I actually tried to make my... Because I got Final Fantasy for the NES. Mm. It was never released in Australia. I got the the uh, American version and I had the maps and I had them laminated mm. because they were falling apart. I got laminated na- maps and I had a Final Fantasy where the cart still saved after all these years. Mm-hmm. And I had so many false starts. I put my wife in front of it and said, You're Japanese, you play this. It's the JRPG. She, she didn't get very far. <laughs> she didn't get very far either. You, it's kind of boring. Racist. <laughs> you, you dare insult the integrity of the magnificent Yoshimura clan? <laughs> no, of course I'm a, I'm a coward. Of course I don't. <laughs> take it all back. I'm terribly, terribly sorry. I really want to. This is the best chance to start a war with the Americans and you turn it down? Uh, look at this time I don't think anyone Wants to start a war with America Who knows what they'll do <laughs> Okay So Basically uh, not Nothing else has really Been happening in my life I've mm-hmm. just um, Work has been very busy uh, I am looking forward To going away To Japan in a couple of weeks And yeah. I'm kind of starting To prepare for that And you know See people before I go Because my family's Going to be over there uh, the rest of my family, in other words, May and Marie, are going to be over there a bit longer than I am. Mm-hmm. I'll come back and then they'll be over there for another six weeks, which sucks for me because I have to go back to work, but mm. you know she needs to be with her mum at the moment. Sure, makes sense yeah. and uh, uh, and May has started not standing. She's way too young for that, but she really likes the act of being held up and being placed on her feet. Yeah, yeah, that's how she, it starts. She can't stabilise herself, but she kind of like really likes being up there and she's kind of only happy when she's up there sometimes. Yeah, yep. And so like Fun Daddy, because I'm Fun Daddy. Yeah. Um, other than No Good Times Mummy. gonna <laughs> change the name to F Diddy at some point? <laughs> Is that really what it stands for? No, I don't know. I'm just thinking about Puff Daddy. Anyway. <laughs> And uh, <coughs> because, like you know, sorry. Marie's, always like, yeah, don't don't hurt her <laughs> shoulders if you do that. And I was like, going, hey, okay, you know, let's let's dance while you can have no ability to to dance, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's very cute, and I'm enjoying interacting with my daughter.
1: Yeah, that's in that, in that kind
0: of and that kind of level now that where she's kind of like. F- Liking to move around a bit more and play a bit more. Yeah, really good. They get more and more fun as they get older. I find. So. I think. I think that's. I mean, that you know, they're they're very cute when they're young, which is probably why you know when they cry all the time you don't strangle them. Yeah, because they're just so adorable. Yeah. yeah, we've become those sorts of people. Yeah, we definitely are those. Don't, Rob, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna stop talking about my baby. What have you been doing? Uh, okay. Uh, well, like you, it's been very busy work wise. Um. Sort of exhaustingly busy, actually, which has been draining. Which is funny because I I talked to you on Tuesday night. Mm. And you were like, oh, sorry, man, I've been really busy. I asked you a question or something. You kind of got back to me and, oh, yeah, that. Oh, sorry, I've been really busy. And then your next line was, shit, I forgot to edit the podcast. I was like, oh, yeah, the podcast was meant to go up this morning. Yeah, that's right. I had to rush and do it late uh, Tuesday night. So it came out a little bit late. So I'm sorry to our three listeners for that. I'm sure you were just like, you know, biting your nails wondering what was wrong. But uh, yes, I'm normally really consistent with, with getting it up. It was only 12 hours late to on be a honest. Tuesday morning, so uh, but got that done. I should say <laughs> it was the quickest to edit ever. Um, you're lucky it was a stream of nonsense. And uh, yeah, because it was a lot easier to edit together. but I didn't put a lot of effort into the um, description text. <laughs> so I might go back and fix that up because yeah, I read that and I kind of went, this sounds like we've just given up on the podcast and possibly life. I was just, I was just I, I was in one of those moods where you're just tired. And all you want to do is relax And then you realise you have something extra to do that yeah. you, That's like more or less like work And so I was just like at that point very frustrated So I like, may go back and fix that up a bit down the track um, I have to admit I have not listened to that episode yet I just yeah. haven't had time mm. and that's how busy Usually I listen to Us pretty much as soon as it comes yeah. out And but- I mean, the thing is I listened to it and it was a good episode Like, And it probably <laughs> deserves a bit of a better description text than I gave it But uh, but, uh, yeah, look, you know, in my defense... Especially if we started something with the Americans. In my defense, I, uh, I just was really tired and just had, just was wanted to go to bed. That's fair enough. Um, I, don't, I don't blame you. Like, I never blamed you for that. I, just, I thought it was pretty yeah. funny, but we probably need to go and fix that up. Yeah. That, that text up. I can just hop on the, the website and fix that up tomorrow. And Like, if you've already downloaded it, too bad. But for people who download it in the future, yeah, they'll get a better idea of what that episode is is if you've about. already downloaded it you so probably already know what the episode is about could we do discuss a few things that are actually probably worth mentioning but yeah, yeah. anyway in a pretty serious way as well yeah but that that sort of shows you the kind of wake have had just exhausting and it's sort of drained me to the point where i do not have a lot of enthusiasm for stuff mm. and it should be noted that we're also recording this episode a week early because i'm going away soon so we yeah. need to front stack a couple of episodes before yeah. they come out where we're, we're front loading we're, we're um we're pre-ordering uh and this is the pre-order bonus is this episode so that sounds so dirty yeah i know it does You're a dirty boy, Rob. I am. I am. I need to be punished. Uh, So I am wearing my porn robe. (laughs) Oh, daddy! If I'm wearing a porn robe to punish you, would I would I take it off or would I I keep it on? Or that's probably yeah, taking it off is a much bigger punishment for me personally. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I have I have managed to do some gaming, but I wouldn't really rate my game life balance very high. Um, I'd probably rank it around the uh, like the B. Kind of thing, yeah. Um, because like my my daughter's been doing this thing where she wake she woke up quite early one week, one day this week, mm. um, and that kind of just cut. That was my day. I really I got up extra early to play games, um, and uh, she woke up very early, like six o'clock in the morning, um, which ruined that idea. So um, I wouldn't say my balance has been great, but I have been I followed through on my promise. I've been playing more. Of the Witcher 3 yep. I've been pretty much Exclusively playing that This week. I have a question you, you keep saying It's your promise Do you feel like An obligation to do it Or no, are you doing I'm it for act- fun Now I'm actually enjoying it Whereas to start with I was like oh, I need to play this game I need to play something else That isn't Total War Because like part of me Just wants to Keep playing Total War You know Yeah Um, But To be fair You've been playing the game For like what 20 years now Yeah I, like, I mean they're just, they're just Right up my alley In a big way It ticks all the boxes for me You know mm. But, uh, yeah, I wanted to play something different, if only just talk about it on the podcast, but The Witcher 3 has got its claws into me now, and I'm now playing it because I genuinely want to see what happens next. And I'm enjoying the gameplay, the combat is fun, um, it's, look, I'm, I'm playing, there's a few difficulty settings, I'm playing on kind of like the, the medium one that, that sort of says, you know, you want a bit of a challenge. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's a setting below that's like, oh, it's a cakewalk. You know, like this is if you just want to like enjoy the story and not bother with, you know, difficult gameplay. I picked like the next one up from that, which is like, you know, you enjoy a challenge. But there's one above that that's like you've played a lot of Witcher games and you want to, you know, have your skills tested. I, I didn't choose that because I haven't, <laughs> haven't played any Witcher games other than this. But I have to say like the world's really well designed. Uh, it's like... very open, isn't it? Like it's mm, Look, the funny thing is it's not actually... a true open world game. I heard it's very big though and you keep like getting into places and like getting into areas you shouldn't be in yet. So what I was expecting was something like Skyrim where the whole world is one big interconnected open area. But in fact what it is is a bunch of like smaller open world areas that are connected via the map. So you can't actually, for example, go from one like the north of the world to the south without hitting a loading screen you do have to like go to the map and like sort of fast travel to get to the different locations mm-hmm. which sounds bad but each location is a pretty big area and they're beautiful just like the graphics are just gorgeous and you you've turned all yours all the way up on guessing. yeah it's, i'm playing on ultra um, so i've jacked it all up to the max haven't noticed any hitching actually at all really mm-hmm. which has been cool so far um the game looks amazing. Like the there was a part I was uh, taking a boat across this lake, and I was just like just sitting back and looking at the water effects and like the the forest and the sunlight and everything. I was like, this game's really good looking. Um, so oh, this chair is so squeaky. Um, sorry, I thought that was my chair, and I was like trying <laughs> right. not to move. Uh, so anyway, yeah, I've been mean, enjoying the game a lot. I think it's uh, it does it does a lot right. Like the combat's good. Um, it's it's. It requires you to play in a particular way. You you can't just slug your way through the fights. Yeah. You have to engage with the system, which is all about um, hitting the um, the dodge button at the right time when the enemy attacks to to sort of you know duck out of the way and then like repost. You know. Yeah. Or um, there's also a roll button that you can use to roll out of the way of like you know big attacks. Or like large enemies um, So you're constantly kind of like darting around your opponent Using your speed to win Because the, the character, he's not, he's not a um, heavily armoured knight He relies on, he's like kind of lightly armoured And he relies on sort of speed and, and skill to, to win And you have, you have to engage with that You can't like, you can't approach this game with this attitude of like Hack and slash Like with Dark Souls for example You can like spec your character to be a heavily armoured tank if you want. Mm. And you can play the game how you want. You know if in Dark Souls you can also spec your character to be like a light nimble character as well. So you can kind of choose. But this game it really does require you. At least so far I've seen to to, to engage with that that aesthetic of, of being um, light on your feet. Dodging out of the way. Um, and just parrying and, and uh, being uh, mobile. So that's been fun because I, to start with I was very bad at it. But the more I play it, the better I get, and now I'm actually coping quite well in a lot of the fights. Um, I suppose it's different to a lot of the other games you have kind of been playing lately. Yeah, too, so. yeah, it is refreshing to play a game like this, and like it is an RPG. And I have played a lot of Skyrim this year, um, but it's very different. Um, it's uh, I don't know because because it's just one character. Because you're you're not the, your own character. That you make up like mm. in Skyrim, you can sort of make you can make a character be whoever you want to be and role play them however you want. The, to play, at. So, yeah. you, know, you can be a jerk. You can be a nice guy. You can be a lizard or an orc or a human or whatever you want. In in The Witcher, you are Geralt, you know, and and he is a particular. He has a very particular personality, a very particular story. Uh, I kind um, of think that's good, though. Like when because like Skyrim hmm. is where you can kind of make up your character and you can kind of play the game you want, and there is a story, but there's a whole lot, a whole lot of side quests. But whereas think, this is just kind yeah. of. You are this character. You are the Witcher. Yeah, and it You're... lets them tell a better story. Yeah, I think I think that that is the case, and it does, and it does. Um, it allows for some interesting stuff. Like uh, I went through this dungeon recently with a an NPC supporting me, mm. and unlike in Skyrim where you just get a follower, it could be any rando that happens to have that like follower, like you know, tag on them that they'll follow you around and help you. Yeah. And they just do dumb stuff like running and like set off traps and like you know be an idiot and like alert enemies to their pre- your pre- your presence and um, kind of just be annoying you yeah. know um, the NPC I was going to the dungeon with was like very well written a lot of really interesting dialogue helps you out in fights in a way that's genuinely helpful and. And you feel like, yeah, I'm really glad that she came along because, with me. Because, yeah, I mean, there, are, there are times when <clears throat> even when they try to do that, it doesn't work. Yeah, and because it's scripted and it's story-based and, you know, she's there for a reason that's her own reason and, you know, you're there for a reason, it makes the whole thing feel much more grounded and And I find myself actually really interested in seeing where the story goes next. So how long, how far do you think you've progressed through the story? Like, if if you had to guess, are you you kind of like, kind of 30% through? No, no, very early days. the thing is, this game is huge. Yeah. Are you doing a lot of the side quests along the way well? Well, the thing is, this is my one teensy tiny complaint about this game, is that from what I can tell, the world doesn't level up with you. So in Skyrim, the world levels with you, which means that... You don't have to grind ever in Skyrim. You can just go out into the world if you want to just like speed run the main quest line in yeah. Skyrim and beat the game quickly. That's fine, and and it won't be hard. Like it'll be challenging, but the game. Matches your level So if you're only a level 5 character Like the enemies will be level 5 And like it'll all kind of fit But everyone's already set in stone in this game I'm In guessing. The Witcher Yeah It actually recommends what level you need to be for each quest Oh that's kind of cool And it's, and they sort of drop hints to you with the tutorial system Like hey you, you might want to pick up a few side quests To get to the level you need to be before you So you've been doing the side tr- quests. I've kind of been forced to But part yeah. of me doesn't want to Because I'm very time poor yeah, and yeah. I'm aware that this game is very sprawling and has millions of side quests and can really be a game that you never stop playing. Um, I've been trying to push my way through the main plot, but that's been actually that's actually been making it harder for me because, like the the dungeon I did recently, I was one level less than the recommended level, and I actually used a lot of healing items and stuff to get through it, and um I fe- and like depleted my stock of healing items, so um, I'm feeling like I should probably <clears throat> engage with the side quests a bit more. <coughs> Sorry, pardon me. But I'm trying to do it in a way that, like, feels right for how I see Geralt as being. So, being very mercenary, very, um, all about the money, you know? Like, whenever someone offers me, you know, a job, I always haggle for, like, more money, you know? And, like, I've been doing a lot of really jerk-ass stuff, like, um... You told us last week yeah, how that, you were, um... You, you basically chased this guy down. He offered you half, which was more than what you were going to get. So, you just took that and said, I don't know, you yeah, got Yeah, it was an arsonist who was attacking, like... A dwarf because he's not a human like he's basically a racist hmm. and he offered me money to let him go and i was like yeah all right <laughs> um, and there was another quest where i was like looking for this lost woman in the woods you know and the and the husband and this and this woman in the, in the town were being very suspicious like the husband offers this like a reward to find hmm. his his wife and this woman's like just comes up and starts like sort of you know Getting involved in that conversation I was like that seems It's almost like they're cheating On like the wife And they're both in cahoots And yeah. I had the suspicion That they were the ones Who killed her Yeah I'm off in the woods Following you know My like clues And that woman That I was suspicious of Comes after to me And she's like Ah you should forget about This whole thing And I'll pay you money If you just Forget about it and tell and tell that the, the husband the, the the grieving husband that like you couldn't find her huh. and I'm like yeah okay you know, so I took the money and just left and just, it was like quest completed you know like I never I'll never know what happened to that woman and no one else will <laughs> Rob what I would like to say is it's a slippery slope <laughs> sooner or sooner or later you will end up like me yeah. And on that note I believe you have a quiz for me sure which also sounds evil <laughs> Alright, I see. Are you ready to send this lame horse of a podcast to the glue factory? I think there would be nothing better to do with this podcast. Except, except maybe, play this podcast and just record our reactions of listening to this podcast. <laughs> talking about a, make some kind of reaction video, except it's not a video, <laughs> it's a podcast? No, no, I reckon it should be, this should be on YouTube. It should be us just listening to us and then just like laughing and embarrassingly going, Oh, whoa, what, what, what will we drink? Oh, yes, that's right. Cognac. <laughs> Well, I'm sure we get more hits than any other video we've ever done, uh, but let's leave that for later. Because for now, yep, we're going to play a very fun, exclusive quiz. Exclusive, exclusive to this podcast. It's, no one has ever done this as before. As far as I'm aware, this is something I came up with a while back, and no one has ever copied ever. Oh dear, and it is yep. a little quiz I like to call. Uh-huh. Is it canon? Cue for audience applause. I'll answer that later. No, you won't. I probably won't. You lie. And let's play Is It Canon? Okay, AC, you know how to play this game, but for those listening at home, here's how this game works. What you need to do is listen closely as I read out a piece of what I purport to be real video game lore. Uh You will then tell me whether or not that lore is or is not canon. Okay, hit me, baby, one more time. All right, 10 questions. Let's play... Is it canon? Question number one. Please stop talking like that. Miles, tails per hours. Oh, come on. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. Thank I'll you. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll do my queen impression. If you keep doing that, it'll all be like this. God. Oh, oh, look, it's Queenie of New Zealand. Do you know what? Yeah. Actually, wouldn't it would be pretty much par for the course of this episode if we both <laughs> just ended the show with obnoxious accents. <laughs> uh, let's, try, let's try and lift our game in the okay, last all right, five all right. minutes. Okay. Last all five right. minutes. Here we go. Okay. All right. Knock it out the park. Yep. Question number one. Number Miles one. Tails Prowers. Yep. Parents' names. Yep. The parents of Miles Prower. Uh-huh. Are mm-hmm. Amadeus mm-hmm. and Rosemary Power. True. Prower, I should say. True. Absolutely, one hundred percent true. That's canon. Correct. Points on the board. Amadeus And Rosemary So I was with you With Amadeus I thought that's a cool name Then Rosemary Really? Yeah It sounds like someone's aunt I know like Someone's old crotchety aunt But the thing is I noticed that the male characters In the Sonic canon Get good names Yeah like Sonic's cool Tails is Well, well not, it's not, not that cool, cool Amadeus but, is cool uh, But yeah Rosemary And then there's like Amy Rose and Amy and A-mer-y. Rosemary <laughs> And Amory <laughs> And Anne-Marie anne Marisa? Oh, yeah, yeah She's like yeah. the other hedgehog and, There uh, are no other hedgehogs Rouge the Bat Rouge the Bat is kind of a, It's halfway there But, you know Lift your game, Sega Come on I think, I think it's way too late To ask them to do that Yeah I think that ship has sailed Yeah And sunk Yeah Hey, interesting fact yeah. They're the publishers Of my favourite game series Total War Sega, there you go They're, you know, They're okay. still doing something I like
1: if not they go else. under,
0: then so does to- Rome Total War. No. I will buy the rights, and I will never release them to you. Damn it. Never another game. Here's an idea. Sonic Total War. Hear me out. No, no, no. Let's, <laughs> no. let's, let's, let's <laughs> finish right, let's, the podcast. Let's keep going. I'll save that for after the podcast. Okay. Though. All right, question number two. Never end this podcast then. <laughs> God. This is going to be the longest one ever. Episode episode two. Question two. Jesus. Good God. Can we start a new episode, please? No, no, let's not. Because this one's this one's great. It's a good one. All right. <laughs> I guarantee it. <laughs> Question number two. The protagonists of the Contra series mm-hmm. are called... Yep. Private First Class Bill Riser with yep. a Z. Mm. And Private First Class Lance Bean. Uh, you know what? I? Or Lance. S- it'd be Lance. Because if it was American, it'd be Lance Bean. Lance Bean. Lance Bean? Lance Bean. Private First Class Lance Bean reporting for look, duty. Look, I know... Send me to wherever that place is near New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> what was it the, All I know is that New Zealand is somehow responsible For like the terrible terrible crimes That happen in Contra I'm blaming you New Zealand I'm blaming you Alright moving yeah, on chops. So who Was that right Was, that, was I telling I'm going to say false I think it's true But I'm actually going to say false this time Well you're wrong You should have said true Yeah Because Bill Reiser with a Z
1: and, and Lance Beam—it's just
0: so lame to call them that. Lance Beam. So in Australia, it was actually called Pro Protector, and there were robots. Yeah, which I think is a bit cooler. Yeah, it's a bit cool. Well, you know, the PAL region is always cooler, if not slower. Mm. Okay, your 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 hit. All right. So, question number three: the currency. You should get this one. Yep. The currency of Miracle World uh, yeah. is baums. True. True, yes. Baums. B A U M S. Baums. Yeah, but the. Is it. It's like some letter with two lines through it. I used to call them U Bucks because it's like a U with two lines through it. Yeah, that's it. it. Yeah, yeah. It's like. I used to call them U Bucks. But there are par- that was I just you know how when you're a kid you just yeah. make up stuff yeah know? and you think it's canon because that's what you yeah. called it as a kid yeah like I made up lyrics for the for the music for Alex Kid as well like I was just that kind of idiot Alex child. the kid Alex you the kid it. Alex the kid, kid in Miracle, miracle world. world yes exactly. yeah see yeah I have that there's no second verse to that by the way I think I think I think you know, that is actually the real lyrics of that okay so here's yeah. the thing I've never told you that and you've mm-hmm. never told me that but we, we just came up with that on our own that's that's just the collective subconscious. Of Man, our, our, our country sucks <laughs> We need That know, should be our national anthem Because our current national anthem sucks If America had just like dropped NESs on us In the 80s, we'd be a lot better off <laughs> But instead, they dropped bombs on Anyway, moving on <laughs> um, <laughs> I love America and everything it stands for God bless America At this time of Thanksgiving, let's all give thanks for America Question number four <laughs> That sounds sarcastic But I actually do kind of like America a bit Alright, question number four Alex Kidd Movie. Alex Kidd. I do. That's not, that's I, not look. Right. Just keep going. I'm not saying a word. I'm not saying a word. Now, question number four. More Alex Kidd lore. Okay. Alex Kidd is 13 years old. Is that canon? I thought he was 15. Alex Kidd is 13. You, what are you uh, going to say? False. You're right. He's 14. Oh, 14. So I was a year off anyway. But, but being right. 14 on planet Aries, a.k.a. Yep. Miracle World, yep. is apparently very different to being 14 in Earth years. And in fact, I read one thing on Wikipedia, which yep. I'm not sure whether it's true or not, that said yep. it suggests that in the Earth years, he's actually 100 years old or more. Wow, I mean, yeah. imagine what puberty's like on that planet. So it must it's, last centuries. That's why I probably why like they spelled kid with two Ds, because he's not actually a kid. He's actually like... He's you know, a horny, randy little old man. Yeah, he's like a little geriatric. <laughs> uh, Alright, <clears throat> question number five. Yep. Dalsim. Yep. From the Street Fighter games. Talsim, yep. Dalsim, Dal Dalsim. Your favourite, your main. Yeah, he's my main. He's my he's main. main. He was my main in the original too. So is Dalsim a pacifist? Is that canon? That is canon, yes. True, yes. He is a pacifist. The only reason he went into the, uh, the the fighting tournament scene was to make money for his poor village. He comes from a very poor village and he wanted to make some money. And he goes back there if he wins and he goes back to his village and to his wife. I think he's married. Yeah, there I you go. So. Yep. So he's doing it for his village. Folks. Cool. You know, it's, uh, in other words, it's okay to ignore pacifism if you want money. Yeah, I like much. that. I like that style. Yeah. Okay. Next question. Question number six. The name of the spaceship that you pilot in Galaxian no. is the GX One. True. False. Ah. It's actually the Galaxip. And I'm going to spell that for you. G A G A L A X I P. I like how you... the Galaxip. The first suggestion was better, yes, and that is why I fell for it. Yeah, because that second one sucks. But uh, you know, it's a like an early '80s Japanese arcade game. So. Yeah, look, they probably didn't put much thought into it. Yeah, um, but l- I want to say there's actually Portman. It's a portmanteau of Gal- Galaxian and Impotent. The-, the funny thing is about Galaxian, and this is the the game that spawned the Galaga. Galaga was a sequel to Galaxian. Yep, if- I if had go- both those for. I didn't part. know that until I researched this. Really, but. uh... Then the thing, about, Nemco games, thing about Galaxian is there's very little lore for this game at all. It's one of the games with the least lore Which is probably a there. good thing because it's not that complicated. Yeah. yeah. You're, and in fact, it's it's so uncomplicated that this is the only lore there is for it, is that your ship is called Galaxip, and there's this one thing that comes up on the title screen of the game, yep. which says, and I'm quoting here, in all caps... We are the Galaxians. Mission, colon, destroy aliens. That's it. That's, That's the story of the game. That should be Australia's motto, <laughs> written in Latin under our flag. We are the Australians. Mission, colon, destroy aliens. <laughs> we are bad people. That's pretty much... You know, I could say uh, something about our country's uh, policies without something or other. But yeah, I'm like, we? we probably shouldn't go there. Alright. I it's love go Australia draw. a bit. <laughs> A lot. I don't know, America's looking pretty tempting right now, isn't it? I love America and Australia a lot, a bit, maybe. Question number seven. Okay, <laughs> I'm a mystery. What does what does Rob really think? Who knows? Not is that even, a true or false question? <laughs> not even I know. Question number seven. Metal Gear Two Colon Solid Snake. Yep. Which was released only in Japan. Mm-hmm. Is set in the fictional country of and I love this Zanzibar Land. True. True, yes Zanzibar land Is a real fake piece of lore That someone It sounds like something a Japanese man Who really wanted to (laughs) It's like calling it something like Oh let's go to South Africa land (laughs) South Africa land I love that place In the far flung reaches of Russia land (laughs) Anyway um, (laughs) I want to go to Japan Hokkaido country land (laughs) Japan land I'm anyway. pretty sure that there must be an amusement park out there somewhere called Japanland Japanland, yeah It's actually in my backyard <laughs> And then we tell you I'll describe what it is to you Yeah, like. it, it has something to do with hentai and tentacles It's basically it? a bunch of body pillows <laughs> Soiled body pillows <laughs> Soiled <laughs> I mean, to be fair, they're quality soil, but You soiled them yourself <laughs> just, Nothing but the best They were there first And then I decided to put a sign up saying <laughs> Japan <laughs> Japanland <laughs> On behalf of the great Yoshimura clan I'd say this is 100% accurate I endorse Rob's comments 100% And Rob is crying again I just like the idea that they were there first me laugh. You you had to buy that house again This house isn't so great Oh my god, look at those bunny pillows Sold! I can, I can put a sign up and charge kids two bucks a gander Hey, if I was a 14-year-old boy, a- there are a bunch of, like, body pillows with naked real- women on them. I'd probably pay that. They could have a real multicultural experience <laughs> in Japan. But you, you've got to supply your own tentacles. Japan land. TM. Hey, okay. Next. <laughs> God damn Next. I suck. I really suck. Question number eight. Mr. X, the principal antagonist of the Streets of Rage series, yep. was so badly injured at the end of Streets of Rage 2... That in Streets of Rage 3, he is nothing but a brain in a jar. Um, I think they're chasing after the Metroid crowd there, aren't they? Uh, Look, he's in a wheelchair, isn't he? Or is that Final Fight? I always get them so confused. Mm. Uh, Because they're basically the same game. I'm going to (laughs) say false. That is true. That is true. true. Also, just as a side note, Streets of Rage 3 is just... That's a nuts game. That's crazy. So they, of went, range, they went crazy for Streets of Rage 3. Streets of Rage 2 is good. Yeah. I don't... I I own Streets of Rage 1, which mm. we've played. We've finished. Mm-hmm. Streets of Rage 2 is good. It's an upgrade. Mm-hmm. Streets of Rage 3, I don't think I've ever played. See, the thing with Streets of Rage 3 is that... Like, Streets of Rage 2, you can kind of see the descent into madness happening. Where they're yeah, like, yeah. you know what would be good? A kid with rollerblades. And then in, in Streets of Rage 3, they're like, there's an old man with robot arms and a kangaroo. And also there's a brain in a jar. Like, they just went mental for Streets of Rage 3, you know. <laughs> Where else were they going to go? And I guess there's nowhere else you can go after you've introduced a kid with rollerblades into your game. Anything That's as 90s as it's going to get. Anything's game, you know. Yeah, so they were like, yeah, robot, ancient, <laughs> ancient robot man. Old man robot, as old. he's called. <laughs> old man bodybot uh okay. and and kangaroo, the kangaroo with boxing gloves that you fight and kill i assume question number 9 i love that kangaroo uh question number 9 now, this is this is one of my faves yep i don't know if you know this ac mm-hmm. i do not know if you know this but the fallout series of games has some really fucked up lore okay like really really messed up fucked up lore so basically you know the basic premise is that this is set after a nuclear holocaust yep, right yep 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 so in the game in the game world there are all these vaults where people went to hide during the um, war yep when I the bombs that. were dropping yep. and the thing that people may not know because it was an overhead strategy game first effectively yeah it was an overhead it? strategy game and then it became this first person role playing yep. game yeah uh, yeah the vaults were all owned by this company called vault tech yep and vault actually were... Um, they had ulterior motives in setting up these vaults, mm-hmm. which was basically to conduct a wide range of grotesque and some would say evil social experiments on the people that were in the vaults while the bombs were dropping. Okay, so what's your question? So, each vault has its own weird little story about whatever social experiment vault Tech was conducting. Yep. ...on each vault, right? So, let's talk about Vault 11. Okay. is this canon? Yeah. This vault was a massive social experiment... ...where the inhabitants were required to select one person every year to sacrifice. They were told that if they didn't sacrifice someone every year... ...everyone in the vault would be killed. The experiment continued until there were only five original inhabitants left who all refused to continue rather than choose. At this point, the survivors were told the true nature of the experiment, that the sacrifice had never in fact been required, and that they were, and I'm quoting, shining examples of humanity. Now, is, that, is all of that true? See, or you, I just, you, did I just make that up? See, you've gone to so much trouble to explain it. And mm. I, I i do know the basic law of, of Fallout. Because technically by this stage, it's kind of a retro PC game. Mm-hmm. Um... I don't know enough about it to say whether that's true or false So this is going to be a complete guess This sounds like like considering that I think in like the, the downloadable app mm. Where you can basically like Court kids of like you know Three years old or whatever it is <laughs> Some, Something terrible What <laughs> In that game where it's like Hey I hear you're new in this vault And you're like three years old You look hot And then, like, you sustain your population or whatever. I don't think it's that bad, but it sounded like it's that bad. I'm going to say that's true. Even if it's not true, it sounds like the kind of thing that would be true if not for a couple of tweaks. That is, in fact, true. Okay. (laughs) And that's one of the worst stories from the lore of Fallout. (laughs) I think I may have just chosen another one. But, um, I actually, when I was writing this question, I was thinking it would be really fun to do a quiz one day where it's all Fallout vaults. And I just, and you just have to guess whether it's true or false, you know. I should research beforehand. Though, because obviously. man, there's some messed up stuff out there. I, mean, I could have picked a whole bunch of different ones, but that one in particular tickled me pink. So, <laughs> you like that one? It's funny in a really sad way, you know, really dark and sad way, and that's the kind of funny that I like, as you've heard in this podcast. Okay, question, last question. Question. I've number already 10. won, but I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna go for lucky sevens. Question number ten. All right, AC. Now you know this. Yep. And our listeners may know this, mm-hmm. but I think you'll agree with me. That the Battle Toads law is way way deeper than it ever needed to be or it's had any game so had yeah. any right to be. They didn't. They didn't need to write all this law, but they did. Okay, right. right. Uh, so it's a bit of a rich vein of gold actually for this quiz. But uh, I think I've asked another Battle Toads question. You have. Previously. You yeah. have. I yeah. think. I think it was one of the like snot s- 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 or pimple. Yeah. What's the names of the, yeah, yeah. the the toads? Yeah. All right. So. Is this true? Yeah. Is it true that the ludicrously underdressed Dark Queen, Mm -hmm. the uh, principal antagonist of the Battletoads universe, has killed millions of people on her quest to gain the Terran corporate throne? I'd say... Has she killed millions of people? I think she's killed billions. So I'm going to say that's false. No, it's true. Damn it. She's killed millions. So I'm afraid she's not as bad as you thought. <laughs> I just, There's a kind of thing that Rare would do. It's like she's killed millions of unidentified people. Billions even. It's kind of crazy to think that there's a character out there who's just like killed millions of people. Um, I, I remember I, I have seen the end of that game. Yeah. It's pretty terrible. I mean, it's, not, it's pretty funny to be fair. I've, I haven't completed it. I've only seen the ending. I don't think I actually own Battletoads. Hmm. I don't think I want to own Battletoads it's not either. It's game. I'm gonna go ahead no, and say it's it. it's it's hard uh, and yeah you're right it's not a good game either it's not a bad it's not a particularly bad game but it's they they a... went for something that yeah. was just see some reason some reasons why games are hard mm. is because the developers play them over and over again and then at some point if it's a really really hard game it's because the developers think this needs to be a really hard game because we're finding it too easy mm. but that's because they've played it so much yeah and you know they can skip to any level they want while they're designing it yeah uh, so yeah. That is probably one of the reasons Why that's such a hard game So uh, AC6 Rob 4 a Yeah bit of A close one there Was pretty close And I, I guess that's it That is the end of this This episode This has got to have gone over an hour and a half Oh it's almost It's pushing two hours it's, For f- sure oh, Just Read the copy Rob Yeah let's let's Read put the, the copy Let's put a bullet in this donkey <laughs> All right, well, we hope... That sounds like a euphemism. We hope and pray that you've enjoyed listening to Game Life Balance Australia. Game Life Balance Australia. Oh, God. You know, if you really want to just, like, you know, go down with the ship... (laughs) I am am Sir Queen Elizabeth II. (laughs) It's so bad. But you know it's her You know it's her, don't you? Because you say, my name is My name is Queen Even, I said, I'm, even Qu- I'm doing a better impression than you are And I'm terrible <laughs> at accents Sir Queen Elizabeth Sir Queen Elizabeth Because it sounds Fonier. <laughs> Fonier. <laughs> British people don't say Fonier. I'm, I'm as British as I ever was <laughs> Oh god. god Spot and porridge, pip and warts please, That's what I say Please pray for this man <laughs> needs your help <laughs> just said two dollars a month to the following address <laughs> gamelifebalanceaustralia.com where you will find links to our podcast feed sporadic video content almost non-existent blog posts and links to our sister show in the US you can <laughs> fo- proud proud members of game life balance that's right they they love that they have hitched their wagon to our I'm gonna say Soon to supernova star. <laughs> it's, it's bright and spectacular, and then, but boy is it going to collapse and then and, explode. And a lot of destruction follows in its wake. Uh, probably them too. Uh, yes, those poor, poor boys. What have they done? Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, if you like. I'm at Reboarded. This bugger lugs here is at ProdTally. And our official Twitter feed is at GLB Australia. And, uh, yeah, that account's dying a slow death. I love uh, that account. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's a thing. Uh, if you enjoy our show, if you somehow enjoyed our show. If you listened to this episode and went, yes, these are the boys for me. This is the- I'm going to introduce them to my daughter one day. These lads, they've got what it takes. Then, uh, please, for the love of God, rate us and give us a positive review. How could anyone give us a positive review? No, no, no. Hey, Gunner Geek Network listeners like, on the selection panel, if mm. you're listening to this, give us a positive review on iTunes. That, yeah, we'll, we'll join up if... No, no, that's, I'm not going to make an ultimatum like that. <laughs> We're so fired. We are so fired out of a butt-shaped Pez dispenser <laughs> into the sun, which is going supernova. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah, look, give us a positive review if you like um, on iTunes or something. Um, but yeah, that's the end of the show, so AC, uh, I guess I'll see you in a in a fortnight's time for more of this crap. <laughs> oh boy, howdy, will you? Yeah. So I think this is our second last episode for the year. Yeah, next episode... Oh no, 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 it's the second last... I think the next one will be our Christmas episode, yeah. and then you and your wife do one, and then I'm doing one when yes. I'm overseas. The new So the, the basic sequence is, next episode will be our Christmas special, which will be full of merry, good cheer... And uh, Good Times and Eggnog and all that stuff. And then the episode after that will be the New Year's Eve-ish special, where my wife and I will uh, ring in the New Year. Uh, uh, So yes, my wife will guest host again on that episode, while this uh, fine fellow here is uh, overseas tending to uh, family matters and then while well, i'm overseas uh halfway through my trip i'll be going to tokyo mm-hmm. and i will be doing an episode first episode of the year or second i don't know how the where, the exact dates are our first episode recorded overseas mm. i'll actually be doing that with a special guest host andrew Elchan chan lynch yeah that'll be interesting it will uh yeah I'm, I'm gonna make it i'm gonna make it as awkward as i possibly can because i am that kind of guy does he drink no Okay you're in trouble He's a teetotaler You are in a lot of trouble He doesn't <laughs> I'd like to say He doesn't mind me drinking But he totally Probably does Would well, he sniff glue <laughs> You know what Would he consider Sniffing glue That's all I'm gonna For, for game life balance Australia When actually Actually I have a question life Kids Don't sniff glue <laughs> Don't do it got to geek Selection panel Don't sniff glue Unless it really helps No those guys this can. That's fine That's They <laughs> know what They're getting into <laughs> All right Well with that We really need to send this to them now Like <laughs> I feel like we're just trying This is like the audio equivalent Of of like Just Like sabotaging your own life You know It's like Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Like I feel like we're just We're just driving a, a car Like if this podcast was a car yeah, We're driving it At like 100 miles an hour Right at a brick wall And And, we're laughing The whole way And we reckon We're going to survive We're just sticking We're sticking our heads Out the window And laughing like Maniacs As we head At a a, I'm going to say A reckless speed Towards (laughs) Our inevitable Fiery Cataclysmic Death Man And won't that be A spectacular episode Please give us a good rating On iTunes (laughs) Rest in peace John Scatman